Well, good morning. Uh, for those of you who don't know, my name is Julie. <coughs> good morning. Hi. It's oh, a good one. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, I'll let that one slide. Okay, so my, I am an, asso- I'm an associate pastor here at Communitas. And um, we have been in a series, I don't know, the last few weeks, couple weeks, um, on the power of the tongue. Um, and the, the fact that what comes out of our mouth has power that I think a lot of times we don't realize, you know? We don't know, um, we've, we talked about, uh, Chris started our series off with truth and lies and the power of truth and the power of lies. And Craig taught on, last week, on um, the grace what happens when we use our words to build people up. We can also tear them down. Um, and just how, mu- how little it takes for us. The cost is so small for us to use a word t- of kindness towards someone, a compliment. And it costs us nothing to say that, but man, it can like make someone's day, right? Uh, and so today, we're, we're talking about a little bit more of an obscure thing about the, t- the tongue, the way we use the tongue. Um, and it's what kind of brought it to mind for me was just personal experience recently. Um, and so we're going to talk about a lie that we tell. And I actually did some research, and I don't know how they came up with this uh, fact, but this is the most common lie we tell. Like, psychologists have done a whole bunch of studies on this, and um, behavioral scientists, and so this this thing we're going to talk about today um, is a lie that we use, and we use it really flippantly. We use it uh, as a protection. Uh, it's actually a very f- uh, common thing in our everyday world today, um, and I have used it this week uh, at least five times. I mean, I can think of specific five times that I've done this, Okay. Um, and that lie is, I'm fine. I'm fine. So uh, let me pray. Ah, oh, Jesus, first of all, thank you so much that we can belong to you, uh, that you offer us that reality, uh, and it, it takes only us saying yes to that. And Lord, the fact that you are, not only are you okay with us not being okay, but you welcome our not okayness. Lord, so I pray for this message. I pray that you would speak to each of us um, and help us to break down the lies that we tell. Um, Even something we think is insignificant, like I'm fine. But Lord, I pray that you would teach us how to use our tongue wisely and to bring um, glory to you by being truthful. Uh, just speak to us, Lord. Speak to us today. Use, use the words that come out of my mouth, Lord. Um, help me to get out of your way uh, this morning. So thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So how many of you have used that word, that phrase? Uh, we'll say this week. 
Okay. How about yesterday? Okay. Right? <laughs> this morning, right? Since it's 10, it's 1140. <laughs> I think I've said it at least twice today. <laughs> right? Okay. So I'm going to tell you a quick story about my week and why I'm talking about this. So this week, as Charles was saying, he's had a rough week. Um, my week was, I don't even know if rough is the right word, but I had, it was a very, a super crazy busy week. Okay, so I had, um, I'm an introvert, which means that I need time alone to recharge. Um, I love being with people, I love this, but I need to spend time in my head to be ready for this, okay? So this week I had three full days of meetings with people, and every each night that night I had an event that I needed to go to. Um, and so I was super depleted, and if somebody said something, asked me, hi, how are you doing? They're like, wow, you look tired. I'm like, great, that means I look like crap. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, and I'd be like, oh, no, I'm fine. I can't even tell you how many times I said that. Uh, in the middle of that this week, there was also a project I was working on with some of my colleagues that was falling <laughs> apart, um, that affected, a, it would affect around 70 to 80 people, and it was falling apart. So that was happening. And on top of it, I left my phone in an Uber in Brooklyn at 10.30 at night. Um, yo. Right. So like, I live in Manhattan, I live in upper Manhattan. So like, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you guys, but my life is on that freaking thing, right? I mean, it shouldn't be probably, but man, it is. It's all on there. Uh, and so I was, it was a, it was a rough week. I'll get there. I'll get there. But so I share this because sometimes we struggle with because of things we've done, right? Uh, we've screwed up or we got angry or, you know, you, you left your phone in an Uber. I mean, that was my bad. I mean, it's nobody did that to me. I did that to myself. Um, sometimes we struggle because of something someone else did, Right? Uh, something outside of our control. Sometimes we struggle because, you know, life <laughs> is a struggle, can be really rough. But I'm going to tell you a secret that no one wants you to know and the enemy doesn't want you to know. And that secret is that we all struggle. Every single person in this room is struggling with something, okay? So I, I want us, that's like our, that's our foundation, okay? That's where I want us to be, realize is like, when you look around this room, every single person is struggling with something, whether we know it or not. And when we say I'm fine, we kind of, I want to submit to you that we damage relationships by saying that because in order for a relationship to be really authentic, to be really real, their relationships meet us in the deep of where we are, right? They meet us in the depth. And saying I'm fine keeps us at the surface. It doesn't allow anybody to down below 
here, okay? And we're ultimately, we're lying. We're not being truthful. We're not fine. <laughs> In fact, do you ever say, I'm not fine? <laughs> I say everything, else, like, I'm not okay, I'm struggling, I'm angry, I'm tired, I'm whatever, but you don't say, I'm not fine. Do you, oh, I just, I'm like, you say I'm fine, but then you say, but it, you don't say anything else behind that usually, right? Exactly. Right, that, well, see, and that's what I'm talking about. So here's what I want us to do. Can you, um, Ron, would you mind putting up the Communitas slide again? This is like, because um, I'm fine keeps us in fake, keeps us, it's kind of, it's us protecting, it's us putting up this shield, right? Keeps our relationship shallow, and true community is this. And this is what, and I'm not going to say we don't, I'll, I'm going to speak for us, past other pastors, right? We don't do this perfectly as communitas, right? But this is what we're learning to do, Amen. Right? is love God and others, lock arms in authentic community, and live open-handed with our lives. I think those last two are one, way harder than the first one, and two, this is what we're talking about. Okay, is this authentic community. And I, I, this is not easy. Okay, I'm not submit, I'm not, I don't want to tell you that moving away from this lie that we tell is going to be easy, but I want to tell you that it's worth it, okay? What are some of the reasons why we might say this? You know, like what you were saying, I don't want to get into it, right? I don't want to get into how I'm doing, so I'm fine is easy to say, right? Uh, I don't feel safe sharing this with you, what's really going on, right? Um, I don't want to appear weak or needy. Oh yeah, that's my thing. I don't want to feel needy. And, or the other, one that I think we don't dive into very often is I don't actually know what's going on with me. So I'm gonna say I'm fine because one, I don't, then I don't have to dive into what, think about how I'm really doing, you know? But regardless of the reasons, What's a beautiful thing about loving God and others and being an authentic community is that we were never meant to do this alone. Regardless of the reasons why we might say I'm fine, we need each other. So let's take a look at Galatians 6, verse 2. I'm making Ron jump all over the place today. Thanks, Ron. Uh, it says, share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. So this is a commandment from Jesus, like that we share one another's burdens. Now, what happens when we say, I'm fine, is we isolate ourselves from one another. We, don't, we actually <laughs> don't allow people to obey this law <laughs> because we're not allowing them to share in what we're struggling with. It's kind of like throwing up this wall. 
you're building it every time you say I'm fine or every time you hold somebody at arm's length, you are putting brick by brick by brick and building this wall to protect yourself or what you think, how you think you need to protect yourself. I'm fine. And on the outside of that wall, it says, I'm fine. Just, just you know, go with that. Now, I, wanna, I don't want us to forget that there is also this really important relationship that we should call on all the time, and that's our relationship with God. So we are never alone, but he also put us in community. He, by himself, is a triune God who is in a perfect relationship and is never alone, and he, he's like, I'm gonna put you with others because we are supposed to share one another's burdens. We are given community. And that's where part two of my story comes in from my week. So it was really hard for me to say, okay, I'm depleted, right? I'm, I'm exhausted from my meeting, so I'm actually not, <laughs> I wasn't really me. I don't know how, I don't know if you get what I'm talking about, but when, you know when you're depleted and you're tired and you're frustrated and things aren't going well and somebody challenges you with something, all of a sudden like, carnal Julie comes out and it's like, it's not pretty. Now I'm not like a railer, but I say a lot of things under my breath <laughs> or like my face. I can't hide what I'm thinking or feeling. Like I don't, I, I really suck at poker for that reason. Right? I can't bluff very well. Um, and so in the midst of my struggle this week, I had an opportunity, I could either stay in the I'm fine lie and have that wall built up around me. And yeah, I probably wouldn't, nobody would have hurt me for who I could have engaged in community with, but I was not getting better. I was isolated, I was all by myself. And I was getting more tired, more lonely, more panicky, more afraid, more isolated behind my wall. And then, a friend invited, asked, How's, how are you doing, honestly? And when I said I'm fine, he's like, thanks for saying that, but no, you're not. I was like, oh, you're right. I'm not fine. So this project that was collapsing around me and around all of these people that it was affecting, um, two, two of my colleagues came alongside me and linked arms with me and said, okay, let's, let's figure this out. What does this look like? And started researching, started coming up with new ideas and thinking through coming, you know, and I was able to say, I'm really struggling with this. I feel like a failure. I, I'm letting people down. I should have started this earlier. Like these, all of these things, just being real and being authentic, uh, allowed them to come in and help me along, help me fix this problem, you know? And it's not totally fixed, but I'm not alone in it anymore, Amen. okay? It's, I'm walking alongside other people, and three heads are way better than my exhausted, spent head, <laughs> right? Um, and then my phone, my phone. So praise God, when I was, when this, when my phone got left in this sweet Uber driver's car, I say sweet because I'll tell you how about this, but um, I was with Chris and Chris, um, but Christian was still with me. We were walking to the train when I figured out that I left my phone in the Uber. And uh, the poor guy st- stuck with me as I went through multiple levels of panic and like, what do I do? I have no idea. I don't have my phone. I can't call the Uber driver because I'm the one that 
hailed the Uber. So I, and I can't call him and like, how do I, I don't have internet. I don't have, his poor phone was at 7% battery life. Like, but he just, we didn't solve the problem that night, but I was not alone in it. He stayed there with me in it for like 45 minutes to an hour before we got back on the train. Um, I talked to a cop. I talked to another Uber driver. Like, I'm just like, what do I do? And then we're downstairs. I had my laptop with me and we're in this, we're in the subway station and I'm, I'm like, oh, I can get internet downstairs in the train station. I can at least email Uber and let him know that this is happening. So here he is standing like this, like my laptop desk. He's holding my laptop and I'm facing him. You know, he's got it like this and I'm like this. And he's just like, he's just, you know, like just there. We're in this together. He was in it with me. And then the next day, phone still lost, but I called on some friends who I'm like, here, here's my deal. I'm panicking. I know it's a phone. This is a, this is not like life or death, but it feels like that to me. Will you pray with me? Um, And they started praying. My, my roommates were like, well, yeah, you can use this and you know, whatever, like we'll come alongside this. And then Chris Mays are, she, when we, figured out where my phone was and the Uber driver called, praise God. We dr- she drove me out all the way in some crazy part of Queens where the driver lives and went and got my phone. But like, we rode out together and like, I'm in it, in community, you know? Like this idea of we're coming alongside one another and getting this thing figured out. But the idea is like, they were there with me in my panic in my weakness, in my not-fineness, okay? And one, it didn't scare them. Two, this is what we do. This is what community looks like, right? But if I hadn't done that, if I hadn't been, if I hadn't called on them for help, Christian wouldn't have known what to, how to help me. Chris wouldn't have known I needed a friend to come with me to get this thing, you know what I, like, does this make sense? Like, this is important. Yes, it is. When I stopped lying and saying, I'm fine, and I said, no, I'm not okay, that's when community showed up. That's when they can. So we're going to look at 1 Corinthians 12. So this is, Paul's talking about the body of Christ and how there's all these different members of the body, right? It says, if one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. And that's what this felt like. When I was able to be honest about that I was not fine and verbalize it and use my tongue, the power that came in, it's, it's a beautiful, messy thing, authentic community, but it's... It's there to bless us. It's there to be a gift to us. It's God's gift to us. And this is, I think what I want to challenge us to think about today is what do you need to do to be willing to be authentic with how you're doing? To stop the lie of saying, I'm fine, when you're not. Now, there are rare occasions where that's actually a truth. We can say, I'm fine. Today, right now, 
miraculously after prayer. Usually I'm not fine up here. This is a terrifying thing for me to do is to teach. But right in this moment, I can authentically say that I am fine. I'm fine. Thank you. And I think it's because I was able to link arms with other people who were praying for me. And knowing that God is, is meeting me in this moment and knowing that this is a word for not just me, but for all of us, this is me being authentic to you. I wasn't fine 20 minutes ago, <laughs> but I am right now. So praise God, that is like a miracle, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but he calls us to be in, in authentic relationship with one another. And I think sometimes when I think about this telling this lie, we have an opportunity to confess to one another that we're not fine. We're not fine. And God is honoring of that. We're gonna look at one last passage. This one's a little bit longer, but it's from 1 John. And I'm gonna read it. And this is, I want you to think about this as truth of who God is and why you can, you can um, feel secure in being truthful with your community, okay? It says, God is pure light. You will never find even a trace of darkness in him. Okay, can you just soak that in for a second? God is light, pure light. There is no darkness in him. If we claim that we share life with him, but keep walking in the realm of darkness, we're fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we keep living in the pure light that surrounds him, we share unbroken fellowship with one another. Now this is true because if we are living in darkness and we claim to be walking with God, then we're lying. Because light cannot be squashed by darkness. When when a room is pitch black and light comes in, it is no longer black. It is lit up. And the minute we start walking with God is the minute the light comes into our life. So this is where we get to share unbroken fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, continually cleanses us from all sin. And the the key word there is continually. It's not once, it's not twice. It's over and over and over and over and over and over. If we boast that we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and are strangers to the truth. But if we freely admit our sins when his light uncovers them, he will be faithful to forgive us every time. Every time. And I think this applies to when we are willing to say, you know what, I'm not okay. When did we start believing that it's not okay to be not okay? What do you need to do today? What do you need God to shine in your life, shine on to say, to be okay with saying, you know, truth be told, I'm not okay. (coughs) And for us to say, this is a safe place for you to not be okay because we're okay with not okay. Because that's real. And that's authentic. And there's power in that truth. Jesus, 
I pray today that you help us to tear down the wall that we surround ourselves with, this I'm fine wall. Lord, I pray that you would help us to remove a brick here and a brick here and a brick here and show us that you not only call us to be authentic with one another, but authentic with you, authentic with ourselves, and that you love us when we're not okay. Lord, help us to love one another when we're not okay, but help us to voice that, that it's, this is a safe place to set aside the lie that I'm fine and embrace what's really true. Jesus, give us courage today. In Jesus' name, amen.